All right, happy Monday. It's officially February, which is kind of crazy. Like, I literally don't even know where all the time has went. Like, it's like the holidays went by, and then January has already gone by. And next thing you know, it's going to be summer, which I'm not going to complain because I am so excited for summer. I live for warm weather. I will not be living in Ohio, hopefully, because I much prefer warm weather. But yeah, we are back to it, and I'm excited for this episode. It is going to be a little bit controversial, but I it is something that I am pretty passionate about. Like, there's a few things about me that I'm just, like, very passionate about, and this is one of them. And so I'm excited. But um, little life update. I mean, I don't know if people actually pay attention, but I'm going to say it anyway. So in the last episode, I talked about becoming a personal trainer. And I am, I just finished chapter 11. And so I'm about halfway through the main part of the course. So that's exciting in about a month because I started on January, what was it? Hmm, 16th, I think. So less than a month, and I've already done over 10 chapters. So that's exciting. I'm excited to see where that takes me. And so, yeah, that's a little update. I've been sleeping better. I think last time I was talking about how I wasn't sleeping. Because I basically for like two or three weeks, I was having insomnia. So I'm not sure what that was from. I've been sleeping better, still not up to where I was, but better. So praise God for that. And I had my coffee this morning. I am trying to kick caffeine. I'm going to be honest because I would rather be someone who's like more of an all natural. But right now it's just yesterday I had half decaf, but today I was just like, no, I'm going all in because I had a headache and it helps with my headaches. So I was like, heck, I'm just going to do it. But yeah, so I'm hopefully going to try quitting caffeine, but slowly. So that's that's that. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about cussing. Now, cussing is different from cursing, as cursing is not a specific vocab, but it's more of wishing down on someone, like you curse someone, like you want the worst for them, which is also a sin, don't get me wrong. That's just not what we're going to be referring to in this podcast. When I'm talking cussing, I'm talking... Like, I'm sure you know, but specific words that, like, like you know what I'm referring to. Like, it's there's not a specific list, and I am going to talk about that. There's not a specific list, but there is words that come to mind when you hear cussing. And that's kind of what I'm going to be talking about. Can Christians cuss? Should they? Um, is it a sin? Stuff like that. So, first of all, there's a couple verses that are commonly referred to when talking about if Christians should cuss. So first is Ephesians 5.4, very popular for this, which states, obscene or foolish talking or crude joking are not suitable, but rather giving thanks. Now, um, when it talks obscene or foolish talking or crude joking, you have to realize it's not talking about cussing in this instance. It's not referring to specific words that you can or can't say. It is more so talking about like, joking in a dishonorable manner so sexual references just stuff like that not so much cussing so a lot of people take that out of context and use that but the truth is that's not what it's referring to 
but it still can it is still good to know because basically what I'm going to talk about is so personally I'm convicted that cussing and Christianity do not go together but in the same sense it's more than just cussing it is a broader sense there's different things besides just specific vocab that you shouldn't say because the truth is you can make a crude joke that doesn't include a cuss word and it is still a sin and shouldn't be said. So that's more so what that's referring to. All right, then there's Colossians 3, 8, which says, but now put away all the following, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and filthy language from your mouth. This, I also believe does not refer, like, I don't believe there's a verse in the Bible that specifically says, you cannot say this, 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 right? But there are things that point us in the right direction. And this verse from Colossians more so has an emphasis on the content of what you're saying and how it's communicated. So, like, there would be a difference between saying, like, I don't know, like, dang, that hurt. Or besides saying, like, you're such a... Okay, I, I cannot bring myself to cuss, but, like, if you just to say, like, you're such a damn bad person. Like, the way you deliver is important because it shows your heart posture. And if you you can literally say the same thing in different ways, and one would be a sin and one wouldn't. So this is what that's referring to. Okay, and yeah. So like I said, heart posture is more important than a specific vocabulary. But um, it, it's... I believe it does depend on your specific conviction and also maybe so where you're at in life, what you're doing. Are you a parent? Are you a pastor? Are you leading in the church? Or are you, you know, there's different places that you have to be aware of that more so should reflect how you speak because it would be more allowable for you to say cuss words in like a blue collar setting with your coworkers than it would be at church with your friends and your family, if that makes sense. I'm not saying it's right to cuss around with your friend, with your coworkers, but I am saying it's, there are places and times where it's more, where it could be more acceptable. And then it also depends on the culture and time period. Because for example, like if you go back a hundred years, like words like dang or shoot or words like that could be considered cuss words, whereas today we don't see them as anything. And the cuss words are more so just more harsher words. And they probably will continue to change as the years go by. So what a what cussing is depends on where you're at, like what you, what time period you're at, where you live, etc. So, like, if I go to England, for example, if I said the word bloody, that would be, like, so that's would be considered, like, a cuss word that I would say you shouldn't say if, if I lived in England. But since I live here, like, if I say that, it doesn't really mean anything, and it's, but also I don't really say that. I don't know. But do you get what I'm saying? Like, it depends where you're at to how you should speak. Okay, sorry. Another verse that is important, Ephesians 4.29. Do not let any unwholesome or filthy talk come from your mouth, but only what is good for building someone up in need. So when I when I think of cussing, like there's very rare points when you're going to cuss in order to help someone out, when you're going to cuss in a good sense, when you're cussing to build like 
to build someone up in your speech. Like most of the time it's to talk bad on someone or it's when you're hurt or it's when you're upset. And basically whether it's cussing or whether it's, it's simply just tearing someone down. Like if your talk is tearing someone down, it doesn't matter if you're using cuss words or not. That is a sin. If you're gossiping, it doesn't matter what vocab you're using. It's the context. It's the heart posture. That's the sin. But I see that cussing is associated with those sins much more often than it's not. Okay. Um, if you can't control your cuss words to use them in good context, which I don't know, that's very rare to find that. That's very rare that there is a place where it's going to be in an unsinful context. But if you can't do that, if you can't find a way to use that that vocab in unsinful ways, I believe you should just cut it off as a whole. It's the same way as other sins. It's the same way as alcohol. It's the same way as sex before marriage. Like you can try like a little bit, but I believe it's better to just cut it off altogether than try to ride that line where it's so much easier to just fall into the sin. Like it's better to, like Paul talks about, I think I've talked about this in another episode. It's better to cut off your hand that causes you to sin than have your whole body thrown into hell. So it's better to cut off the sin of cussing. It's sorry. It's better to cut off cussing as a whole if it's just going to lead to sin rather than try to inch it into your life. Because in reality, why, like, why do you need it? Like there might be a rare circumstance, but like, why, like there's other vocabulary you can use instead of that, but I don't believe it's necessary. All right. So the biggest thing for me on why I choose to not participate in profanity is that Christians are called to stand out from the world. So even if it's not a sin, even if God said, this is okay, in the same way that I don't vape, in the same way that I don't, I don't know, go to parties, is the same way that I don't cuss. Because if you do, it's just like you're fitting in with the rest of the world. How are you different? Like we are called to stand out. In Galatians 1.10, it says, am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. So tell me, why are you doing it? Most likely you're doing it because your friends are doing it. Most likely you're doing it because you need to fit in. Most likely you don't want to be called out. Like, why are you so pure? Like, why are you a goody two-shoes? Why don't you cuss? Like, in reality, that's probably the reason why you don't want to quit. Or it's been like a habit for so long that it's hard to quit. But the truth is, like, at least for me, the closer I've gone to Christ, the easier it is for me to quit. Like, it's like I've talked about this in my other episodes, but it's like I can tell how close I am to Christ, how well I'm doing in my faith journey based on what I listen to, what I say. Like, I'll listen to a song, and if it has a cuss word, I can notice if I say it, it's probably because there's a little bit of a rough patch in my in my faith right now. If I don't say it, it's because I'm close to God and I'm convicted of that. Like, like I said, it's not a rule book. 
Christianity is not a rule book. I'm not going to sit here and say you have to stop cussing. But for me personally, and I believe if you guys did it too, when I grow close to Christ, it is gross. Like cussing is gross. I hear I hear people cuss and I'm just like, ew, what are you doing? Like, like I'm not judging others. But for me, it just sounds filthy. It just sounds anti, anti, what's the word? Not anti-holy, but it just sounds wrong for me. But um, anyway, I heard this great quote from the Becoming Something podcast. They also have a great episode about cussing. I love the one guy that speaks on that. I, I think he has a great mindset, great way of delivering, great um, knowledge base. And he um, he came from a lifestyle that wasn't Christian and then came to this. So he understands and he explains that in this episode. But something he says is, the church will be at the height of its heresy when it calls obedience legalism. And what that means is me sitting here saying that I don't believe Christians should cuss. That may sound legalistic. That may sound like, well, you're just being like the Pharisees in the Bible. But there are specific things we are called to do to stand out. There are specific things that are sins that we're called not to do. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you a list of those things. But from my conviction, I believe cussing is one of those things. And for me to not cuss and believe it's wrong is me being obedient. I don't believe that's legalism. But like as we grow closer to the end, I feel like the church is going to become more and more open to where we think all like I feel like we're going to keep accepting more and more sins. And like when people try to call those things out, I believe as we grow closer to the end, it's going to be a lot of Christians or quote-unquote Christians, saying, that's legalistic. You don't need to tell me what to do. But in reality, there are things that we just need to strive for and that make us more like Christ, that that um, impede our faith journey if we don't cut them out of our lives. And that's just called obedience. That's just called sanctification. That's just called growing closer to Christ. That's not legalism. It, it would be legalistic if I were to go up to every Christian and call them out myself. But I'm, that's not my job. That's the Holy Spirit's job when you grow closer to Christ. I'm just suggesting from what I've learned and through my conviction to help others. But I'm not going to sit there and point out because that's not my job. We're not called to judge. Anyway, that was a little bit of a tangent. Okay. So not just you need to sit here and realize that not just cuss words are sinful. So... Any word or phrase that is unwholesome, vulgar, foolish, filthy, crude, or obscene is sinful, not just a certain list of vocab. Because, like, it's easy enough. Like, you can't sit there and make a list. Because I feel like each word could have a context where it's okay. But it's just, it's dependent on how you use it, what you're using it for. It's more so, like, the context, the communication, like I was talking about earlier. So, like, because there can be Christians that don't use a single cuss word, but still the way they talk about others or the way they speak in general is sinful. So you need to be aware of that. It's, a, it's not just, that would be legalism, is you can't say this list of words, but you can talk however you want. That would be legalistic of pointing to a specific thing, but this is more so pointing to the heart posture looking at, am I, am I speaking in a way that's building others up or am I going behind closed doors speaking down about someone? Because that's 
a bigger sin in my mind than saying the F word once. You know what I mean? All right. So now, like, if you're thinking, like, well, I I don't think it's a sin. Like, I want to cuss. Like, I think it's stupid, like, to stop. I've done it for so long. Well, think about why are you motivated to cuss? Why don't you want to quit? Like, truly, tell me a good reason why you think it should be okay and it should be allowed. Because most of the time, it's probably just because everyone else does it. Or maybe because you've done it for so long. But just because you've done something for so long doesn't make it okay. And think about, like, why you use them. Like, think about the context you say those words in. And think about, does it really, am I really using them to build others up? Like, I can't really think of times, like, I, I've i probably cussed, like, just a handful of times in real life. But I notice when I'm, like, typing out a cuss word, it's always out of a heightened emotion. And it's always out of a bad emotion. Like, I've never cussed out of excitement or joy or happiness. I've cussed when I'm in a bad mood. And maybe it's different for other people, which is why I'm just stating my personal conviction. But from what I've noticed with myself is that cussing is always associated with an unchristlike behavior. All right. So also, like I was saying earlier, we're called to be an example of holiness in Christ to the world. Like I used this example with people before. If the pastor got up on the stage and in his sermon started using, like, started using profanity, like, are we really going to sit there and, like, think that that pastor is really close with God and that past, like, would we, would we approve of that? So if we wouldn't approve of a pastor doing that, if we wouldn't approve of the way a pastor talks with profanity, then why are we approving of ourselves? Because in reality, like, we're supposed to be Christ-like just like a pastor is supposed to be Christ-like. We're supposed to be an example of God to those around us just like they are. So if we wouldn't approve of that, then what makes us think that it's okay for us? And you might sit there and say, well, it's not that big of a deal. Like, it's just the way I talk. It's just, like, I just say it. Like, that's just how I speak to my friends. That's just how I've grown up. Well, Satan likes to try to convince us that God isn't concerned with something as small as our tongue, which is a huge lie. Because if you may recall in Proverbs, it's chapter 18, verse 21, it literally says the tongue has the power of life and death. Like you literally have the power to build someone up and create life and create a disciple of Christ or create someone that's going to become sinful and go to hell. Like you literally have that power just in the way you speak. So no, it's not just a small thing in my opinion. What you speak can bring so much life, but it can bring so much sin and harm to others as well. So we really have to be careful and pay attention to the way we're talking. And in James 1.26, it says, if anyone thinks he is religious without controlling his tongue, his religion is useless and he deceives himself. Like you need to pay attention, like I said, to the way you're speaking, which that should na- it should naturally become more holy and Christ-like and change in relation to you growing closer to God 
but we still need to pay attention and make sure we are not just saying whatever we want because, oh, well, I'm doing this. Like I quit this sin and this sin and I'm with Christ every day, but we're still going behind closed doors or we're going with our friends and we're speaking in a way that's bringing harm towards others or we're speaking in a way that is just vulgar and profane. We need to pay attention that like when God's refining one part of us, he needs to be refining the other parts of us too. Like don't hide one part of him. It, don't hide one part of yourself from God. You he needs to be shaping all of you as a whole. All right. But I will say that this should not be something that you use to judge others. Do not, but also like, do not let the way you talk change around other people. So basically what I'm saying is you need to be strong in your conviction. You need to, when you believe something, act that way around everyone. Doesn't matter. Like if it's your closest friends, your family, like don't, don't like, if you're catching yourself, like, speaking purely around friends that are Christian and your family, but then you go around a certain group of friends and you're acting like them, I think you need to look at your heart posture and your motivation behind that because you shouldn't be changing who you are for different people. You need to go down to your core and stick to those core beliefs. So if you believe cussing is wrong, don't cuss around anyone. Like, don't don't go one place and do one thing and then go somewhere else and do a complete opposite because then it's like there's two different ideals of you to different people. But again, do God does the judging. And maybe maybe you sit with Christ, you sit with the Holy Spirit, you pray about it, and you feel that cussing isn't wrong. Well, that's for you because there's a place in the Bible that talks about that. There are certain things that are undisputable beliefs, and there are certain things that people can differ on. So when I'm around someone that cusses, I'm not going to tell them it's wrong, because, I mean, it doesn't specifically state in the Bible that it's wrong. There are certain contexts where it's wrong, but the vocab itself isn't wrong. So it's up to that person's conviction. It's just personally, when I, the closer I am to Christ the more and more I seem to be against it, which is why I'm sharing this episode. Okay, and something, um, again, examine why you think cussing is okay if you think it is. So the verse of the week I have, I do a verse of the week on my board every, well, I change every week, and um, it's something that I try to help me put scripture on, like, help me memorize scripture and write it on my heart. That's something that I've been convicted of is I like, I'm pretty good about reading my Bible, but as far as like memorizing it and being able to speak it and know where it comes from, I struggle with. So that's something I'm trying out this year. So this week it's Romans 12 too, which is pretty common. It's do not be conformed by this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. See, you may discern what is the good, pleasing and perfect will of God. So really discern. Is God telling me it's okay? Am I sitting with the Holy Spirit? He's telling me it's my will that you speak this way. I mean, I kind of doubt it, but I'm not going to tell you what your conviction is. 
or am I doing this because I'm conformed to this world? Like how often are you actually sitting with God and how often are you around those friends? Are you around that family that's shaping the way you are? So again, referring to the um, Becoming Something podcast, he talks about how profanity coming from the same mouth that worships a holy God, it's disqualifying your worship. I mean, you can repent and be forgiven, of course. God is gracious to do that. But think about it. Can fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? Like, can a fig tree bear grapes? Like, can something that is meant to produce one thing produce another? If I'm a Christian and I'm meant to produce holy things, but at the same point I'm living this other way, it it's kind of disqualifying who you really are. So you got to be careful with that. Okay, so um, also, if you're looking to change, you need to be aware of what you're consuming or surrounding yourself with. Who are you around? What are you watching? What are you listening to? Because the truth is, the more you allow profanity to go into your ears, is the like the more likely it's going to be for it to come out of your mouth. Because like that's just what you, that's just how our brain works. What you feed yourself is often what you become. It's like the analogy, like if you put garbage in, garbage comes out. Like it's the same way with nutrition. If you're putting in a bunch of junk food, you can't expect your body to be able to produce the strength and agility and physique that you want. Like you need the right nutrients and everything so that your body can produce the results you want. In the same way, if you're feeding yourself profanity, unclean words, and unclean music, unclean television, it's likely that the words from your mouth are going to end up being unclean. I mean, it's not always the case, but you need to be very aware of that because it is so much easier to slip up when that's what you're constantly hearing and feeding your mind. And then the other thing, of course, is growing closer to Christ because I can sit here and say all I want, but the truth is until you feel that conviction on your heart, you're not going to change. And so if the Holy Spirit tells you something different than I'm saying here today, that is your own thing. That is your own faith. I'm not going to sit here and push my beliefs on you, but I simply gave the reasoning of why I should do it. Because like, like I said, the main reason for me being so heavily, like having it laid so heavily on my heart that it's not okay to be speaking in this way, to be saying profane vocabulary is because we are supposed to be separate from the world. And if we're acting in all the same ways as the world, including joining them in cussing, it's not going to be obvious to people that we're a Christian. Yeah, you might wear a cross on your neck, but like they're not going to really be like, why is that person living differently? Because you're not living differently if you're just joining in with the behaviors of this world. That's why it's so important to examine the way you are. And again, that's not just a specific list of words. It's also how you speak about people because you should be building people up. Even if even if that person did you wrong, that does not give you the right to talk bad about them to other people. And if anything, you should be praying for them. You should be saying, oh, well, maybe this happened. Like I cannot judge them for how they treated me that one time. Even if that person 
is like a quote unquote enemy and they have talked bad about you multiple times. They've treated you wrong multiple times. It still does not give you a right to speak that same way towards them. We're called to be different. We're called to be a light. We're called to constantly build up and point to Christ. And in my mind, that does not include profanity. Sorry if that was like a little bit chaotic, but that was just the best points I could bring for how I feel about it. But again, if I haven't emphasized this enough, I want you guys to take the time, pray, read in the Bible. Maybe there's some places, there are lots of places that could be referred to use of this. I just use the most prevalent ones. But if you want to go in your Bible, if you want to talk to people about it, if you want to talk to a pastor, but really sit with the Holy Spirit and see what he tells you about this. Because that's what's most important is whatever God himself is telling you. I'm just a vessel. The Holy Spirit can speak through me. And that's what I wanted this episode to be about. Because I want us as Christians to stand out from the world and for people to look at us and ask what is in that person. Because we're meant to call and build disciples. So that is all I'm trying to do with speaking about this subject. Also, if you don't know, I have an Instagram. It is a.deeper.faith underscore podcast. So go give that a follow and I will see you guys on the next episode.